welcome in to the DFFL Podcast, your one-stop shop for all the happenings in the DFFL. Now, here's your hosts, James Wiley and Aaron Kelly. All right, welcome in everybody to the playoffs. We are here. Uh, we got a lot of injuries this week, so we'll talk some news to get started. But first, welcome in, Aaron. How's it going? It's going. Um, you feeling, you know, obviously you're not, not happy you're not in the playoffs, but feeling some relief now that it's it's over? Nah, I'm just happy I don't have the worst record ever. There you go. That's that's all you can hope for at that point. Yeah, it is what it is. We'll reevaluate later. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, let's talk news. AJ Green out for a year. Matt Burita down for at least a week. Uh, James Conner down for a week. Greg Olson out for the year. Uh, it seems like Cranman's taking a pretty, pretty solid hit here, losing two starters from his team. Manuel Sanders. Manuel Sanders went down today. That, yep. I, I guess this hasn't been talked about yet on the podcast. We should probably address it. The whole Kareem Hunt situation. Uh, did you see the video? Yeah, it's freaking bogus, dude. Uh, in what way? Ray Rice rocked a bitch <laughs> like this. He pushed a dude into a girl and then gave a kick, I guess. I mean, I've seen people kick and it looks a lot worse than that. Listen, I'm not condoning, you know, like Bill Burr says, you can't you shouldn't hit a woman. But you can't say there's no reason you can't hit a woman. You know what I mean? Like, there's tons of reasons you want to hit them. You just don't. And so you just just don't do it, dumbass. Like, I, they, I think people made a bigger deal out of it. The, the thing that gets to me is this is like his third incident since college. So that kind of weighs into it. So maybe, And he's a second-year player. Yeah, so probably stop being an asshole. Yeah. I think he was fortunate that there were other people there. Otherwise, it would have been extremely similar to the Ray Rice one. Like he would have, he would have yeah. clocked her one. So he is fortunate in that sense that someone was there. I just don't get it. Like any criminal today, what you're not getting away with anything. It's you. This is the time of technology and the amount of eyes that are on you at all times. You're an, you're a fucking asshole. If you think you're going to get away with something because you're not. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what his level of inebriation was. He was probably pretty drunk, I assume. Not that that makes it better or anything. Just saying that's might inhibit your decision making. I think I think he needs to take a little time out. I, I just don't get like I think the thing in college, he got into like a bar fight or whatever. And that was something you see punch some guy in the face and. And then uh, I forget what the second incident was or whatever. I well, might this one. Eat. This one was actually the second one. The third one was in June. It was, a, I think, a bar fight. Oh, um, so two bar well. fights. Yeah, that's good. I just feel like you're making that much money. Obviously, it's not to this extreme, but, you know, Aaron Hernandez, you're making X amount of money. Like, get some new friends. Stop hanging out with these fucking losers who are dragging on your coattails because you're finally making money and then you're just ruining your life. You're being an asshole. Yeah. From my own perspective, I mean, 
I applaud the Chiefs for cutting him. Uh, it may be a bad football move, but you know it. It, it the NFL has had such bad PR. Is like it, they can't win if they didn't do it. It's bad PR. If they did do it, it's a stupid football move. I'm gonna applaud them for making the right human decision. Um, we'll see when the Redskins go about signing him because uh, <laughs> it's probably gonna be the Redskins, right? Yeah, I mean, I just maybe when these guys get out of college and get drafted, the first thing they should watch repeatedly every day before practice is, hey, don't hit women. Like, how fucking hard is that to understand? Come on, dude. They just need to watch a video of Chris Carter saying, get yourself a fall guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which they can't do anymore, Chris Carter. There's goddamn cameras everywhere. I just... I'm so sick of it, man. Like, grow up. I've been drunk plenty of times. Not once did I ever push a girl or swing at a girl. Nope. I'm sure everyone in this, in this league, I would like to think, has been drunk before and they've never swung or at or pushed a girl. Yeah, I think I'm probably the only one in the league who's never been drunk before. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, so, Moving on to what we're really here for, fantasy football. The All right. So, <laughs> week 13. Uh, the highest scoring match of week 13 was, as per usual, Joey Matt, uh, putting up 141.2 to Todd Jobs' 127.3, which was good enough for third highest in the league. Um, unfortunately, he was up against Joey Mac, so it... Uh, it was a loss for him. Um, another 30-point week from Todd Gurley, 24 points from Russell Wilson, and then, you know, not much else. Dalvin Cook had 14, uh, his highest output this year. Oh, no, second highest output. Um, the difference was, I don't know if you saw any of the game or any of the film, Dalvin Cook looked like Dalvin Cook. Like, previously, it was just a volume thing. This, he was cutting, moving laterally, as well as vertically. So it was a <laughs> um, it was a sight for sore eyes for Dalvin Cook owners. I got to be honest with you. This game would have been much more of a blowout had Kyle's kicker not put up 21 points. Ooh, I did not even catch that. But so that, that being, being said, said, Justin Tucker also put up 17, so. For Joey. Uh, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Kickers, Kalo, kickers. Um <laughs> I mean Joe Mac has the best team in the league. It's there's no two ways around it. And anyone who steps up to play him, you just have to hope that you know he his players have a down week. It, the problem is that usually when his player his players don't have down weeks all at one week. That's the thing. But as opposed to probably everyone who has at least had a week where their players have all shit the bed. So, yeah, you just this, have to, uh, I mean, if, he, if he's going to have it, I mean, he hasn't had it all year or maybe he has that one loss that he has, but you don't want it to come now. Yeah. Christian yeah, McCaffrey's his, on a tear. He's got what is his deal. I don't, he's got 26.6, 41, 14, 34, 30, 19. That's going back to week eight. 
Um, before that, I mean, a- every week was a double digit. He hasn't had a single single digit game this year. Uh, his lowest output was a 10.1 and a 10.5. Beyond that, he's had very respectable numbers every week, if not monstrous numbers. And he's still only the running back number three. Um, yeah. yeah, it's, it's just, a hell of a team. I guess that's what happens when, you know, Cam's found the guy he wants to lean on. Uh, it doesn't, if you look at their wide receivers, it's not, it's not like the Panthers wide receivers are absolutely killing it. So why not just dump it off to what's working? And it is, it's just, you know, it's not like he's just running the ball. If you look at his, uh, Oh Jesus, his receptions and stuff, nine, 11, six, five. I mean, it's, it's crazy. 11 receptions for 112 yards and a touchdown. I mean, he's doing it in the air and on the ground. So, and he has, a very, very nice schedule coming up for the playoffs. Cleveland, New Orleans, and Atlanta. I mean, it doesn't yes. get any better than that. No, you'll have Cleveland will be the uh, toughest defense he the plays. The toughest defense he plays, and the rest will be a shootout. I mean, New Orleans defense is good, but it'll be a shootout, so it doesn't matter. Right. Um. Yeah. Anything else to say on this game? Couple scares for Joey. Uh, Mike Evans went out of the game, but he ended up coming back in. DeAndre Hopkins went out of the game. He ended up coming back in. Yeah, it kind of looked bleak for him, but then all of a sudden it was like, oh, yeah, we'll be all right. We're all back. And honestly, when you get to this point, he, he'd probably rather take the loss than have injuries because, I mean, who cares? <laughs> yeah. You want your guys healthy for playoffs. Right, right. All right. Um, moving on to the next game, which the next highest scoring game was, uh, Cranman versus Eric. And going into the Monday night game, there was a legitimate chance that Eric could have a, str- a streak of luck and come back and win. Uh, but, uh, Alshon Jeffrey just didn't have it in him. Uh, didn't get virtually anything. He needed 18 and a half points. He got 4.6. Um, but, Cranman's team, pretty scary heading into playoffs. I know that I was rooting for getting the third seed so I didn't have to play him. Uh, Roethlisberger putting up 17. Lamar Miller having 12. Connor having another 20-point week. It doesn't look as scary as it did a couple weeks ago. For To me. It just... Well, yeah, Connor going down Pittsburgh, significantly. Pittsburgh was it. rolling. They're not really, you know... Chris Carson is is he injured? What's his deal? He's um, injured, but of, it seems like he might play. A lot of questionables here. It, his team was scary when Julio was doing Julio things, and now we'll see what happens. I mean, he got two receptions against Baltimore, and granted, he's playing Green Bay and Arizona the next two weeks, but you just don't know. Like Matt Ryan and the Atlanta offense is too inconsistent. And annoying. The fact that it's at Green Bay is is pretty difficult. Um, the Atlanta offense is much better at home. Um, the only really bad week at home it looks like they had, as far as Julio is concerned, was against Baltimore, and that's you know that's one of the top defenses. So, what um who did he pick up for Greg Olson? Uh, he picked up Ian Thomas, who is Greg Olson's backup. Yeah, uh, not a big fan of that pickup. Um, not sure what else was out there. 
or what is still out there. But I mean, probably could have went. I mean, I don't know if he's back or if he's playing next week, but Evan Engram, he was definitely out there. I know that, wasn't he? Yeah, Engram, uh, he could have went Engram. He could have went, he, I mean, he could have went a little bit safe and went Kyle Rudolph. He could have went, he, he could have went a number of different ways. He could have went CJ Uzuma. But, you know, uh, he went Ian Thomas. We'll see how that plays out for him. Look I mean, at just, the, just feeding off of the uh, the Christian McCaffrey thing, it wasn't even like Greg Olson was like, it's literally only Christian McCaffrey. And that's it for the Panthers. There's nothing else going on on that team. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, he... If you, you have to go back to week nine to last time Greg Olson got double digits, and he's only had double digits twice this year. Right. So, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I would just avoid all Panthers unless it's Cam Newton or Christian McCaffrey. Other side of the ball, luck. You didn't expect that. Uh, first time in eight weeks that he hasn't thrown three touchdowns or more. And first time this year he hasn't thrown a single touchdown pass. So Eric is hoping to regain some of that luck heading into the playoffs, hopefully. Yeah, and, you know, uh, I'm I'm actually glad that uh, Cramner won just on the fact that if he had lost and... Uh, I actually had a legitimate shot of getting in. That would have pissed me off. So at least that closed that out. Um, James White still getting reps, even with that busy backfield. Uh, Spencer Ware's a good pickup. You know, it's not Kareem Hunt, but he's going to, at least he'll get you double digits the way that the Kansas City scores. He's, you know, he's going to get in the end zone. Um, it is tough matchup with Baltimore. Um, James White was a bit of a mirage. He did have, a the Patriots lined up for a Hail Mary at the end of the half and the Minnesota Vikings lined up on the goal line you know when they do that they line up a bunch of people on the goal line to just prevent anything from happening um rather than chucking it down the field Brady just threw a little one yard pass to James White and he just ran until the people from the goal line met him it was like a 42 yard run or something like that so that was a little bit of a mirage, like a little fake play that, you know, wasn't real, but you know, that's what all fantasy is, I guess. So just some garbage time, I guess, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Uh, I expect, you know, T Y Hilton, he'll, you know, he had an okay week, but he'll pick it up. I mean, Andrew Luck was absolutely awful this week. Uh, Not him personally, just his score, you know, um, Jacksonville has been absolutely terrible and for them to not score any points against them is is crazy. Uh Jared Cook obviously a little inflated but hey, you know what? He's had a touchdown in the last 3 weeks, so um we were kind of questioning it when Eric picked him up and it seems to be paying off. And uh As Eric other, does. other than that, I mean at this point, I think you want to try to find maybe someone he should have been hunting, you know, hard uh, for someone to replace um, Alshon Jeffrey because he's just not cutting it. He's not cutting it anymore. So single digits the last five weeks, he hasn't even broken seven points. So yeah. I just don't see it happening. But stranger things have happened for Eric. 
That's true. Uh, that if Eric true. were a Netflix show, he would be Stranger Things. If Eric can hold any more running backs on his team that aren't going to play this year, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll see what's going on there. Oh, he dropped uh, Alex Smith. Proud of him. Good job, Eric. Well, Super yeah, you gotta you gotta be able to make room for Kareem Hunt now. <laughs> Super proud of you. All right, <laughs> let's move on to the next highest scoring match, which was uh, Wes Dusty Old Man versus Kalo. Focused on playoffs, not an outcome we expected here. No, not at all. Uh, Kalo had one of his worst weeks, and. Almost, this is one of those down weeks. Like I said, everyone, everyone's teams at one point has a down week, and Joy Mac hasn't, maybe hasn't had his yet, or I just don't care to look it up. But uh, this was definitely Kalo's down week. I mean, high score is Odell Beckham with 17, and uh, I'd like to say it's to use your word, a mirage that he threw a touchdown, but this is his second touchdown he's thrown this year. So hey, maybe it's uh, maybe it's in his repertoire. Maybe he should just slide into quarterback when Eli needs to go, and we'll just work from there. Alvin Kamara, that was just a tough matchup. Uh, I kind of like uh, New Orleans matchups going forward. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Tariq Hill... I don't know what happened. I mean, they scored 40 points and he caught one ball. Yeah, he had a couple uh, that Pat Mahomes missed him, just missed him on a couple deep balls. So, Did Kalo pick up a new tight end? Not to my knowledge. I think the Burton thing is over. Yeah, it should be. <laughs> I mean, he's got three, nine, eight, one, two, zero. No, he has not picked up a tight end as of yet. Yeah, I think that's that's going to be his downfall. He, there's no point not to. The nice unless thing is, unless you know, Trey Burton was focused on playoffs. That's true. Leonard Fournette comes back, so we can't overlook that because at this rate, Leonard Fournette's put up 20 points each time he's played, 20-plus points. So, you know, he's going to slide in where Breed is and – if you just look at that team without the tight end, that's a, an extremely good team. But, you know, it's not, I would say, at the level, like Joe Mack is tier one mm -hmm. by himself. No one's team is as good as Joe Mack. So right. if he loses, then that's on him. Sucks to suck. Right. Um, but I would say Kalos is like tier two. And then probably you're in the mix and then i would say like cramner is tier three uh -huh. and then who gives a shit about the rest yeah um, sounds approximately right uh just scrolling down here wes had very good games from Tariq cohen and philip Lindsay. i don't expect that to continue maybe philip Lindsay, but not to that extent of 28 points he does have san francisco cleveland and oakland yeah it's a nice it's they are nice matchups i'll definitely give him that cam uh, a little down week, but you know, it got it. He's all right. You're not going to not play Cam Newton. And we you did talk more, about you, you need more from Michael Thomas. This yeah. is getting bad. It's getting ugly now. You know, I don't, did he get injured mid game? Is, is, or he just, 
they're just not targeting him. I mean, he's got five receptions. Right. It was just, uh, you know, lack of touchdowns. And when you don't catch those touchdowns as a the caliber of receiver. I mean, Michael Thomas is a great receiver, but he's not a deep yardage kind of guy. And, and the Saints just struggled against Dallas mightily on Thursday night. Those Thursday night matchups are dangerous for your fantasy stars because they, they tend to not go that well. The The home team gets enough points to win, and and that's all you got going. Um, Leonard Fournette just, is one of those dangerous people you got to look out for away game to this Thursday night. I know this is a little off topic, but um, I know we didn't talk about our Thursday night pick in the last podcast, but I'm assuming we both went New Orleans and we're both embarrassed. Uh, uh, well, I mean, we texted, I can screenshot the text and said, I'll t- if you don't want Dallas, then I'll take Dallas. But well, you're right. We didn't take them in the podcast. So, um, I don't know why Wes picked up Baker Mayfield. I think that's kind of pointless, but Wes likes to have two quarterbacks. Yeah. And I, s- what's the deal, man, he's really struggling at tight end. So his wide receiver two and tight end are going to be his downfall. He needs production from Taylor Gabriel, or it's just not going to happen. We're talking about Wes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's struggling at tight end. I'd rather have his tight end than Kalos at this point. Yeah, and Joku for sure. Um, I mean, who are you playing going forward? You almost would rather. Let's look at that when we kind of let's look at that in the the matchups for next week. All right, we could do that. All right, so we'll look now to the next highest scoring match, lowest scoring match. Um, the preview of the Onion. Um, the focused on the Onion versus Carl Malone. Uh, focused on the Onion, seventy-two point nine points to Carl Malone, seventy point two. In which he started Deshaun Jackson, who was out. Uh I I don't even know what to say anymore. Yeah, I mean, it it doesn't really matter. Congrats on winning, so that you weren't two and eleven. I mean, that's it's always a positive. Yeah, to be fair, I mean, whatever. It's who cares? It's like the one week I don't play Golden Tate and he puts up twenty points. Um. Melvin Gordon out, so obviously I had to play Eckler, who sucked. Uh, so hopefully that's not going to continue next week. And Julian Edelman sucked, and Matt Ryan sucked. So what are you going to do? Still got the win, though, so screw it. I mean, right. even if even if Rob had played, I think he said he wanted to play Frank Gore, right? Right. Then he would have won. And I would be joint sack of shit with Kyle. <laughs> sack but of onions. I'm not joint sack of shit. So you're just the rope that ties the sack of shit shut. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I can't wait for someone to go defeated. That'll be the end. Come I on, think that's that not going to happen. You never know. You never I know. know. I don't. Th- I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but I don't know, I guess, but I guess that physically could happen. Anything could happen. Yeah. Impossible is nothing. Made up world. 
Um, just two bad teams. So let's move on. <laughs> All right. So now we'll move on to the matchup of the week. And the matchup of the week this week was the classic derby. And the classic derby is that between James Wiley, Wiley's Dead Footballers, and Robert Satori, Diddler on the Roof. In this installment of this classic derby, Dead Footballers put up 136.9, and Diddler on the Roof put up 78.8. So you know what that means. Diddy's going to somehow beat me in the playoffs. However, if that were to be the case, that means Diddler's going to win. Because the only way we can face off is in the championship, the Brian. Yeah. So, I'm, I don't know. I think what it means is if you play if we face other. off, he will yeah, win. Yeah, exactly. So Yeah, that's a better way to put it. Talk about a shit week. This, what the what the hell is going on here? Like, why I can't believe that Diddy has seven wins has been fucking using Dion Lewis all year. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is why I hate fantasy. It makes no fucking sense. It makes no fucking sense. How can you be seven and six? I mean, obviously you have Thielen, but seven and six and run with Dion Lewis all year. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't I don't get it. Fuck it. Yeah. I don't know. And the even more odd part is that he got Saquon Barkley, was it two weeks ago or three weeks ago? Uh-huh. I guess three weeks ago. So, you know, prior to that, he had Ezekiel Elliott. And, and if he had had Saquon, it would make sense because Saquon was putting up numbers for two running backs. But the highest point total that Ezekiel Elliott had before, what did he had him, was 18. Yeah. So it, it is, oh no, I'm sorry, he did have a 32, but then he had the rest of them were 18s and it's i don't know i mean he did have adam thielen he had aj green at when he was active and and playing you know so he had aj green as the wide receiver number five this before he went out looked a lot scarier five weeks ago probably more than that too yeah but even still with the trade like just saying like because he had aj green and that even at this point, if he still had AJ Green, he wouldn't have him because he's injured. So right, and I mean he he was injured before the trade even happened. So yeah. he actually it ended up being a straight up trade Ezekiel for Saquon and Lashawn McCoy and Allen Robinson. And it's just so. that's just how quickly you know things can change in fantasy. Your team goes from you know looking like you know you could reach the semifinals to looking like you might lose the first round and it's no swipe against Diddy. It's just the way it is. Like you can't, you can't get out of the first. I'm not going to say you can't because fantasy is fucking stupid, but you shouldn't get out of the first round running Dion Lewis, LaShawn McCoy and DJ Moore. It just shouldn't happen. So I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not looking at his current bench, but my guess is there's not much to really swap around there uh no i can't imagine that there is uh if we are looking at it i mean it looks like he's gonna run with saquon Lashawn, landry thielen and more and then matt lacoste at tight end i uh, i'm surprised by that he put up a goose egg last week and he's sticking with him i would drop that guy he's i yeah. don't know i mean i know tight end isn't a deep 
spot anyway, but um, just sliding down, breeze down week. Um, this is all what scares us about David Johnson. Is it back to Arizona, you know, sucking? I mean, he's getting 20 attempts and not getting in the end zone. That's infuriating. Yeah. Um, Zeke, where, like, you had Saquon earlier, and Saquon was doing enough to cover, you know, whoever your second running back was at the time or now is David Johnson and would cover him. But, you know, Zeke is at least consistent. Um, let's see. Brandon Cook's down week. Did – I know I mentioned this, but did Goff get injured? What What's the deal with him? Goff did he is, go off and came back on or he just sucked? Jared Goff is, is good as far as as I know. So he just sucked? Yeah. Okay. What sucks, like your team, I told you in the power rankings, like tier two, I think I ranked you as third overall. Mm -hmm. Um, What sucks is that that's going off of like if you had AJ Green and had, you know, uh, had AJ Green and Andy Dalton not got injured, then Joe Mixon, you know, is highly effective. You don't know how that's going to be now because they can just stack against him. And really Cincinnati has no one else. Right. Um, so now your team goes from looking something like Drew Brees, David Johnson, Ezekiel Elliott, Joe Mixon. Whoa. Brandon cooks for, I, I would guess, no Keenan Allen and AJ green, you know, that's a top tier team that puts you at, that probably puts you at tier one with Joe Mac. And it just, Unfortunately, the way the cookie crumbles is that you've got to hurt AJ Green. You've got, you know, Joe Mixon, who was super reliable this season, uh, or at least to, you know, for me, seemed pretty reliable. And now you can't even trust him. Yeah. Yeah. That seems to be the, the, the way that this team is going. Um, I guess. I mean, it's got a sh real shot to make the Brian just because of the side of the bracket that it's on. But, um, yeah, it definitely is a few pegs down with AJ Green gone. I mean, if, like I said, if you have AJ Green and, and, you know, Andy Dalton is still in the mix, then you've got a team where it's like, okay, like I'll, I'll probably be in the Brian. It just matters who I'm facing. If someone even, gets lucky or I'm facing Joe Mack. Yeah. Ultimately, even if, even if green went out and Dalton was still there, it would still be better for Mixon. This is just oh, the, yeah. the end all to be all for it for Mixon. Yep. Absolutely. Because then at least they still have to honor the fact that Dalton's going to throw. He still got Boyd there. So, yeah. you know, the one, the one saving grace is you hugely upgraded at tight end. Yes. I mean, even as good as um, Kittle. Kittle's was, it just um, Kelsey is enough to cover your flex. Right. You know, and that's what you need because right. everyone else is only going to get 10 to 12 points from their, from their tight end. So if you're getting 20 to 25 points from Kelsey, I mean, five of those points go to your flex position. It's yeah. almost like Kenny Galladay got 11 points, 12 points. Right, right, right. All right. So, that is the end of the regular season. We will close the book on our eighth regular season and move on towards our eighth set of playoffs. That's amazing. Our league is 
halfway to being legal to drive. Wow. <laughs> where, do you, where do you think our league would drive if it could drive? Well, probably according to Kalo, probably into a tree. <laughs> Got him. <'em. laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck these fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before we move on to the playoffs, just to wrap up the season of predictions, uh, regular season of predictions, that is, Aaron finished out this week 4-1. and one. Bringing Whoa. him to 39 and 26. Whereas I finished out three and two, bringing me to a 38 and 27. So, Aaron, you win by one, uh, one, one game. Wow. I actually won something. That's good. Yeah. And, and to say that we, I mean, we started off the week with, uh, or sorry, we started off the season with you being down four to one. So wow. heck of a comeback. How about that? All right, just to round out our matchups of the week this regular season, uh, Joey finished a perfect three and zero in matchups of the week. Jim and Kyle were both two and one in matchups of the week. Uh, Eric was one and one. Uh, Wes was one and one. Kayla was one and one. Um, Cranmer was one and two. Uh, Rob was zero oh and two, and Aaron was zero oh and three. Woo! I win again. <laughs> so that's how everybody did in their matchups of the week. I believe I named everybody. Uh. So yeah, let's move on to the playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs? My team sucks to be in the playoffs. Playoffs? What about playoffs? Kidding me, playoffs? You and Joey Max gonna lose in the first round of the playoffs. What's that? Playoffs? I'm talking about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I thought we were gonna win a game. Another game. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. Are you kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Playoffs? Don't talk to me about playoffs. You kidding me? I'm just hoping we can win a game first. Come at me with playoffs. What's that? Playoffs? Talk about playoffs? Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs? Are you kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Playoffs? <laughs> Oh, man. Guys, you nailed it. Thank you for playing along. All right. So just to announce the seedings in our playoffs, Joey Mac finished at one. Kyle finished at two. Jim finished at three. Kalo finished at four. Diddy at five. Wes at six. Eric at seven. And Cranman at eight so looking at the first matchup the one versus the eight it is cranman versus uh joey mac the ass man versus taken down by big red uh cranmer come on we got to change that name um i took you down a while ago so looking at this matchup uh what do you what do you expect from it well i think this will be Joe Max greatest test. 
Okay. Um, it's I projected. That, obviously, uh, the projections are silly, but the projections are Joey Mack one thirty five point four to Cranmer's one seventeen point four. Yes, and uh, pro- projections are silly because, uh, I mean, it's a toss up at quarterback. I still think Mahomes has it by a little bit. Wow, McCaffrey, really? what? Uh, uh, can we talk about that? You really think it's a toss up between Roethlisberger and, and Mahomes? Yeah, why? I, I don't know. I just think Mahomes is is far and away the better fantasy yeah, but option. Yeah, he's playing Baltimore and Ben's playing Oakland. Yeah. So I think, you know, that makes it a little more even. Um, Christian McCaffrey, I mean, that guy is stupid good right now. And, and Cramner just lost his number one running back. I do not expect... Jalen Samuels to do what Connor did, although I think he'll get double digits. I just don't think it'll be high double digits. So I think that's really where, unfortunately for Cramner, this game kind of goes downhill. Um, Joe Mack's team is just too, it's too well put together. It's too good. (laughs) I mean, really the only team that has a chance of beating him was this team, I think. And now it, it just, it doesn't unless he has his bad week. I mean, even still this, the loss of Connor makes Cranman's team just look significantly different. I mean, you're looking at Lamar Miller average at best. You got Jalen Samuels. What do you? You don't even know what you're gonna get. I mean, you can hope for double digits, I guess, but that just doesn't seem likely. Um, Chris Carson's injured against a tough defense. I guess. I mean, he's gotten 12, 13, 12 the last couple weeks. He's a little bit steady, I guess. Um, the advantage you have is that Steelers are going against Oakland. I think. Yeah. And the other thing is that, you know, Big Mike's advantage all season was his wide receivers. And then he had, you know, the luck of picking up Connor and him actually being Le'Veon Bell. Um, Now you don't have that. And your wide receivers are just as good it's not like they're blowing Stefan Diggs and DeAndre Hopkins out of the water so I don't know I I just I know it seems stupid to say because anything can happen in fantasy but I just don't see how now he could beat Joe Mack the only thing that is gonna help him beat Joe Mack is the fact that the first seed never wins in this league so maybe that he has that going for him uh, maybe Greg will leg. Greg the leg will get twenty points this week. Yeah, you never know. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's no injury designations on anyone on the ass man's team. Um, Just Jimmy Graham, I think. I I was looking at starters, but, but he's he's not going to be playing, so it doesn't matter. Right. Um, Julio and Chris Carson both carry a questionable tag at this point. We'll see what happens there. Um. You know, it's just just looking back at to when both teams had full players, um, Joe Mack won both of those games. Uh, one 
very comfortably and the other by nine points. And that was in week four and week seven. So it's not like, it's not like he ran into him week one and didn't see him again until the playoffs. So Um, it should be noted. There is one number one seed who won the Brian one year. Any guesses as to who it is? Well, it's definitely not me. It's definitely not Eric. Uh, so I'm guessing it's you. It is the Diddler. Oh. And then he- we also don't know what 2011. I could have been the one seed in 2011. I'm not sure. Right. We don't have that data. Um, but yeah, the Diddler was a, a one seed. So beyond that, I mean, the last time Joey or the only time Joey won was uh, he was the eight seed. So huh. uh, the eight seed has won it twice. The seven seed has won it once. And the third seed has won it once. And the second seed has won it once. Okay, so pretty spread out. Yeah. I I should say then that there is a history of the one seed flopping right, 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 right. in playoffs. I mean, we've all always said that, and I just, I had a gut feeling to go back and check, and there is a one seed that has won it before. Um, but the fact that the one seed has won it once out of, to our knowledge, seven years is, is not a great ratio. I mean, you expect the one seed to win it every year. How many times has the one seed been in the final? That was the only time. Really? Yeah. See, now that's a little more shocking to me. Right. 2012 was 7-8. 2013 was 1-3. 2014 was 5-3. 2015 was 7-8. 2016 was 3-8. And 2017 was 2-4. So, you know, the 8 seed's been in there um, three times. The Three has been in there three times, so those are the most common seeds to make it in, it looks like. So, hey, Cranman, how you, be- how you feel about doing this? You and me, the three and the eight, baby. I'll take you down, no problem. No one wants to I see I think that. everybody hopes not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the two seed and the seven seed, which would be uh, the no, it would be Kyle Tajab versus Fondue Belly Button, winner of two Brian's straight. Um, two teams on losing streaks. Two teams on, on losing streaks. Two teams. Kyle hasn't won a game in three weeks. True. He has played the one seed and the three seed uh, in the last two weeks. I don't know who was before that. Um, but... I think uh, yeah. I think the the problem is here and we both know um you're you're not winning a championship with Mitchell Trubisky as your quarterback. Um and I'm assuming he's going to be starting him, right? Uh it looks like it. And we're not talking about championship anyway yet, but let's talk about this matchup specifically. Um, 
I think for some reason ESPN projects Mitchell Trubisky more points than Andrew Luck, uh, but it's still very close. Obviously, the I think the matchup favors Trubisky and the fact that he'll probably be throwing a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I ex- fully expect Andrew Luck to have a bounce back week. Uh, James White, we you don't know. Todd Gurley could score enough points to cover James White and Spencer Ware by themselves. Uh, really, the downfall is, man, the, each side of wide receivers is just uglier than the next. Uh, uh, I like Eric's wide receivers better. I mean, I like T.Y. Hilton and Robert Woods. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely better. Um, you don't know, the thing with Kyle is you don't know what Mark Ingram you're getting, you know? Are I you getting the an, Mark Ingram be, that scores 23 points, or are you getting the Mark Ingram that puts up seven? Regardless, I think that the Mark Ingram can cover the Alshon Jeffrey. Yes. And um, I think that Cook and Gurley will cover White and Ware enough. In theory, Kittle should cover Cook, but who knows? Um, Kittle's at a disadvantage of being down to down to their third-string wide uh, quarterback, which... Yeah, and he's... I don't know why they were like super hyped about him when he played that first game. And then it's just, I mean, come on. It's just because teams don't have video on them and they don't know what the hell to expect. Right. And it was a Thursday night game. Like who'd they play? The giants. Was it? Uh, uh, I don't remember. No, it couldn't. Oh no, it was Oakland. Yeah. Oakland. Yeah. I mean, it was a home game on a Thursday night. What against a crappy team? Yeah, and they did they end up winning that game. Yeah, they won thirty four to three. Oh yeah. Um. Oh yeah. And then so, proceeded to uh, lose the next three. the The line here is pretty close. Uh, one eleven to one hundred four. Um, is that our closest game? I think. I don't know. Uh, history tells us Kyle has won both matchups this year very comfortably, week one and week eight. So, and I mean very comfortably, uh, 26 points in week eight. And I think another even higher than that, let's see, 10, 20, 27 points in week one. So history is definitely on Kyle's side this year. But with Emmanuel Sanders gone, that hurts. Um, I'm just going to... I'm I'm going to say Eric just because. Okay. Because it's fantasy and it's playoffs and it's Eric. Okay. Um I I have a suspicion that Eric's done. I think the run is over. Magic carpet ride is over. Uh and that I think Kyle's going to sneak through. Um because I think Kyle would find great pleasure in knocking me out of the playoffs next week if I'm able to beat Wes. I think you, uh, you're you going to end up getting a lot of uh, middle finger gifs in probably. the group chat. Probably. Although, probably not because Eric doesn't listen to this. Yeah. So, <laughs> If Emmanuel Sanders was in, I would say this has got Kyle all over it. But I, Larry Fitzgerald is ball sack um, i'm surprised that he's starting trubisky i'd be wary to start trubisky coming off of an injury against the the rams defense 
Um, Doug Baldwin is doo-doo brains. Mark Ingram, you don't know. It's flip a coin. So basically, <laughs> you got to hope Todd Gurley is Todd Gurley. And he's, I mean, it's not the Chicago defense that we always know about, but they're still pretty damn good. Yeah. The way to, the way to beat a defense like Chicago is screen game, though, um, to avoid those blitzes. So, you know. I do not like the... Cook matchup though at Seattle rivalry kind of deal. Yeah, I don't trust that. And I have Cook in my other league, and I'm starting him as well because I have to. But I just I don't know if I like that matchup. Yeah, just quick. I don't think we picked officially. Did we pick officially in the last game? The ass man and taken down by Big Red. I'm taking Joe Mack. Okay, I am too. All right, so this one. We're opposite. You're taking Eric. I'm taking Kyle. And in the one and the eight, we are taking Joey Max. So we'll go on from there. Uh, next matchup is Wiley's Dead Footballers at the three versus West the Dusty Old Man at six. This is a, a rematch of last year's third place game in which the taller man won. <laughs> and I... I'm kind of shocked to look at his lineup right now and see Jeff Wilson in there. I mean, who else are you going to play, though? I don't have his bench up, so I can't. I mean, I'm not looking at it. Kenyon Drake has had 24 and 11 the last two weeks. Um, Carrion Johnson might be back. Here's uh, my concern. Adam Humphreys. Um, if Carrion Johnson is back, he should definitely play him. Um this is his My flex, by the way. Now, Wes, Wes's wide receivers would actually look okay, mm-hmm. but my concern is that teams are going to focus in on Cortland Sutton now, so that's a wash. The only fact that's keeping him alive is that he's actually playing San Francisco. Right. Um, but he's done. Without Emmanuel Sanders, he's he's just going to be the tar- He's going to be the focus of every defense. So, do you give any credit to the fact that I dropped Cortland Sutton last week after holding him for frickin' ever? Uh, what do you mean? A revenge game against me for never playing him? Uh, no. Okay. No. The only way it's going to happen is if like Richard Sherman doesn't have a good game because I imagine Richard Sherman will be covering him. Um, and. It just West just doesn't have enough. Like this team just doesn't have enough. He needs he needs exactly what to happen last week happen this week. He needs Tariq Cohen to go off. He needs Philip Lindsay to go off. He needs he actually needs Michael Thomas to go off. It has to happen, um, or he's not winning. I think it sucks because you have to play Cortland Sutton. You're not playing fucking Sterling Shepard. That dude is played and he's not. Hey, been he good. got rid of him. Oh, he did. Okay, good. Um, he picked up Adam Humphreys, and he he should play Humphreys. He should play Humphreys, uh, either over Wilson or Sutton. Either way, yeah. Humphreys has been on fire. I picked him up in my other league, and I will probably be starting him this week, potentially over Mark Ingram. Um, Once out of the last six weeks, has he not had double digits? Yeah. So. so I think Wes has got to go with, you know, Adam Humphrey somewhere, whether he makes that cut at being Cortland Sutton or Jeff Wilson. Uh, I guess the plus side for Sutton is that 
he's really the only option. Right. So I don't know. But looking on the other side, I mean, you got Breeze. David Johnson, you know, we'll see what we get. Uh, Tariq Cohen could easily outscore David Johnson. Um, it just depends what Arizona we get. Uh, yep. Zeke, you know, Philip Lindsay, I don't expect him to put up, you know, 20 points again. But the last three weeks, he's been on the money. And he's got some easy games coming up so philip Lindsay could easily you know cancel out zeke uh looks like you're starting joe mixon or at least according to this you are um if adam humphrey starts then i could see that kind of being a wash this game could be a little closer than we think but at, in the end you know you've got kelsey you've got keenan allen it's uh i don't see Wes winning this one I think it is going to be closer than we expect. I don't um, know. I, listen, this is no offense to you or your team, but your team is projected 132 points, and yeah, I don't. See I don't it. know where that. I don't know where that's coming from. I'm a little nervous. Uh, I don't. I don't know why. I feel like I shouldn't be nervous, but I feel like I am nervous about my team this week against. The yeah, Destiny I Man. mean. If you break it down, you know, Newton and Breeze it could go even. Uh, like I said, if you get a David Johnson that in Arizona game where they're down, I mean, they're going to be down. Well, maybe not. They're playing Detroit, but they don't use him like they did last week. And he puts up seven points. I mean, Tariq Cohen could cover that. Philip Lindsay could cover Zeke. Uh, let's just say Humphreys could cover Mixon. And you have that weird week where Brandon Cooks just doesn't do anything i mean anything could happen but yeah i just i don't i don't think it's going to yeah i don't know maybe it's just the intimidation factor being shorter than wes uh that could be it you could just be yeah we gotta we're gonna have to hang you from like monkey bars or something to stretch you out <laughs> all right um good on this game yep you're taking me yeah all right i mean i'll take me but just because I don't want to be that douche who can't pick themselves in the playoffs, like, when they should. I mean, in theory, I should be winning this game, but I do have a funny feeling about it. So we'll move on, though, to the five versus the four. The focused on the playoffs, Matt Kahlo versus Robert Sartori, the diddler on the roof. Um, Checking out this game. Uh, looks like Kalo's going Watson over uh, Cousins. It's probably a smart decision, I'd say. Yeah, I would. I would probably play Watson as well. Who's Cousins playing? Do you know? Oh, they're playing Seattle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd Seattle. probably play Watson too. Um, I just, I'm looking here. Saquon and Kamara. That's a toss up. Uh, McCoy is gonna get smashed against Fournette. I see Diddy's got Landry in, and I think that's going to burn him. Uh, yeah, he's I chasing not, points at this point, and it's really... I do not trust Jarvis Landry. That was a week where he just happened to, you know, sync up with Baker Mayfield, and I think it's just not going to happen again, um, especially against Carolina, which has, uh, you know, a pretty decent defense. Um 
Tyreek Hill's obviously better than Jarvis Landry, but if we're being honest, it's Tyreek Hill and Adam Thielen. Um, and that's a toss up. Uh, Odell is better than DJ Moore and Juju Smith Schuster is way better than Jarvis Landry. Um, both tight ends are atrocious and did he still rocking that fucking Jaguars defense? (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe it. Um, I, I don't see, like, I want to give Diddy the benefit of the doubt, but this isn't five weeks ago. This isn't six weeks ago. I just don't see, you know, a lineup on his side that's going to beat Kamara, Fournette, Hill, Beckham Jr., Smith-Schuster. It's just, that's not going to happen. I got to go with Kalo. Yeah, it, there's no way you're not taking Kalo in this one. Kalo's you think that Cranmer's got the only roster that can challenge uh, Joey Mack? I I think that Kalo's, no, Kalo, Kalo's tier two. I told right, Kalo's tier two. But when we talked in the one versus eight matchup, you said that if a healthy Connor and like that roster was the one that was probably the only one that could take on Joey. This, I mean, this one could for sure. Yeah. My, I think I texted the group. My top four were yeah, Joe Mack, Kalo was two. You were three and Cramner was four. Right. Um, so I think Kalo has got the second best team in the league. Yeah. Uh, you know, his downfall is the tight end, but most people don't have the two wide receivers that he does to cover. I mean, those Odell, Tyreek, and Juju Smith-Schuster can cover for Trey Burton. Hell, Alvin Kamara and Leonard Fournette, any, any of these players at any point could put up 20 points. Right. I agree with you that. Joey Mack is tier one and Kalo and I are tier two because, you know, I have the tight end to cover areas that are lower. He has the receivers to cover areas that are lower. So that kind of makes us on similar plane. Um, and then Cranmer, you know, he maybe could have been a tier two team, but the Connor injury just knocks him down to tier three. Um, Diddler's going to hope for a massive feeling, a massive Barkley. And Max of Goff week, I guess, because Matt Lacoste sure as shit ain't doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the the weird thing is that Thielen is not putting up the yards that he was. Like, once he hit Detroit, it's been 22, 66, 125, and 28. And that's kind of concerning because he was cruising through the first eight weeks. Cruising. Victor Easily. cruising. Easily the best, you know, yeah, oh my God, even the easily the best wide receiver in the league. And then all of a sudden it's like 10, 12, 22, 11, right. and you're playing Seattle. So it's not like an easy matchup. Right. I just, uh, I don't know. You know, I mean, DJ Moore, I guess, could do something stupid. But I mean, if you're banking on that, yeah, I, the, the Lacoste thing is very confusing to me. Because we were with Diddy last week, and he was very upset about that call, and now he's he's rolling rolling it out again. I don't know what's going on. There. I think it's just because it's San Francisco. Maybe. But I I mean, if Kalo doesn't win this, I would be shocked. Are you throwing uh, anything at anybody else on Diddy's bench in place of uh, who he's got in there? Uh, who's on his bench? Because I can't see it. I mean, are you throwing Dion Lewis in for Lashawn McCoy? I think I'd rather start McCoy or Le, Le Garrett Blunt. Uh, who are they playing? Detroit's playing Indy, Arizona, Arizona. Um, 
to speak yeah, to the McCoy the, pick. The thing is, like, Detroit is Detroit is bad. Yeah. Like, why did you? I get it. You're a product of Bill Belichick, Matt Patricia, but you're getting rid of your best wide receiver. You're you're an asshole. <laughs> and you can see that because Stafford is lost. That dude is lost. Yeah. He's got no one to throw to. Yeah. I think uh, Diddy's rolling with McCoy in hopes that he has another week against the Jets like he did a couple weeks ago. Uh, McCoy. Yeah, and that's why... I think that's the smart play. I think yeah. you have to go McCoy. Deion Lewis, you know what you're getting. You've been he's been dealing with this for 13 weeks. Yeah. Um fuck that guy. Uh play McCoy. Uh figure out, you know, if you want to play Landry or if you want to roll the dice and hope LeGarrette Blunt gets a vultures a touchdown. Um he's also got Calvin Ridley, Allen Robinson, and Demarius Thomas. Any of those receivers interest you more than the others? Alvin Ridley, Demarius Thomas, and who? Allen Robinson. I mean, you traded for Allen Robinson. You might as well play him over Landry. That was the point, right? Yeah. I I, so, I guess, yeah. I mean, right. none of those. I mean, I dropped Demarius. That dude is trash. I thought, you know, I thought it would make him better, but it's not. So right. he's he's not playable in my eyes. Um, uh, I guess it's it would be a merry-go-round between Landry, who I don't trust, Allen Robinson, and and the hope that Detroit can get within five yards of the end zone. Yeah. All right. So your final four end up being Joey Mack, Eric, uh, Kalo, and me. And you have Kalo versus Joey Mack and myself versus Eric. Um, my final four end up being Joey, Kyle, Kalo, and myself. And it's me versus Kyle and Joey versus Kalo. Uh, that seems highly unlikely being that those are the one through four seeds. So looking at that, that's probably not going to happen. But my <laughs> picks are my picks. So yep. um, it is what it is. Let's. Look at the onion. The right. onion week one. Focused on the onion versus Carl Malone FC, whose pits probably smell like onions. <laughs> Last week they played each other. The onion beat uh, Carl Malone by roughly two points, give or take. Not looking at the score. Can't do the math really quick. 2.7. 2.7. Um, thank you. So, yeah, I mean, this is week one of a three-week matchup. And you got Aaron Rodgers and Matt Ryan pitted up against each other. Um, are you taking Matt Ryan in any any way, shape, or form against Aaron Rodgers? No, I hate Matt Ryan right now. Yeah. He's such a twat. Matt Ryan, I don't, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is severely underperformed. However, uh, no, no court, no, uh, no coach got the coach fired last week. Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to come in at home against this Atlanta defense and put up some points to say shove it to Mike McCarthy. However, the poor guy is stuck with Joe Philbin for the last four weeks. So 
<laughs> Been there. It's not good. No, it is not. Um, Matt Ryan's not as good at home or at away as he is at home. So, you know, we'll we'll see how that goes. Yep. Well, let's break it down. Uh, I'm taking Aaron Rodgers. I'm taking. I'm probably honestly taking Sony Michelle. Yeah. Uh, over Tucker Coleman. Uh, and I'm taking Aaron Jones over Adams. Agreed. I'm taking. I'm going to assume that it's not Deshaun Jackson. Assume too much. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe Frank I, Gore. He likes Frank the Tank. I'll take Austin Eckler over Frank the Tank. Um, I will take Devontae Adams over Edelman. And I think Amari Cooper and Lockett is probably a crapshoot. Um, he's got the tight end wrapped up, but I don't know. I Does think. He? Yeah, I mean, if Gronk plays, he's definitely better than Cameron Brait. Yeah, um, I mean, he had four points last week. Yeah, this Patriots he had to get. He team, caught the ball and had to get one yard and couldn't do it. This Patriots team has been really bizarre this year. Um, I'm going to roll myself just because I had three wins this season and one of them was against Rob, so screw it. I'll just <laughs> take myself. <laughs> All right. Um, this is actually the biggest line I've ever had, but... What is the Deshaun- line? 14 and a half, but Deshaun Jackson's going to be replaced, so it's probably like four. Uh, yeah, Frank Gore is projected at eight. Duke Johnson's at seven. And right. everybody else on his team is injured. It's He's got the most. It, he's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven players with a... With a Q or an O next to their name. Or an IR. Well, six. All right. Le'Veon Bell has been <laughs> out forever. Hey, he's still, he's still there, though. <laughs> okay. So, then, let's see. Man, I think this is a close matchup. I... Uh, wow, this is, this is interesting to... to Think about this as a three-game series. Let's say you take it this week, and we'll we'll have to revisit next week. Um, yeah, and we will because there's different matchups. So. Yeah, yeah. All right. So it looks like you this week for both of us. Um, so that's it. That's what we got for round one of the playoffs, guys. That's remember, it. we are having people over at Aaron's house on Sunday. And most of you are being jerks and not coming. Change your plans. Come hang out. We'll have food. Lots of good food. We'll have some food. There'll be food there. Come hang out. Beer. Beer. Food. Fun. That's that's how I drag them in. Hey, guys, we'll have beer. (laughs) Yeah. You got to know your audience. (laughs) All right. So do you have anything else or nah nah just good luck everybody and uh i guess uh we'll see what happens you know what's crazy is that after this week we'll only be talking about three games yeah that's true 
things are going to go not quicker. Com- I'm not commenting on games that don't matter. So, okay. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like if someone loses this week that, and they're playing the other loser, like who cares? Yeah. 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 There's nothing. Uh, four through, or sorry, five through um, eight don't really matter. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, oh, what's the, is there not a Thursday night game this week? Oh, there is. Uh, it's the Jaguars and the Titans at Tennessee. Ugh. Well, I'm the just, last I'm, game. I'm going to say Tennessee just because the home team always wins. The so. last time was um, at Jacksonville and Tennessee won nine to six. Yeah, I'm going to roll with Tennessee on the fact that not even the Saints could overcome the shitty Cowboys on a Thursday night game. So I'm going to roll with the Titans. All righty. I believe I will do the same. Yeah, there's no point not to. These Thursday games are... Is it the same thing for Monday night games? No. It's the Thursday because it's short notice. People got to travel and stuff. So they're traveling back on Sunday. Then traveling out on Wednesday, they don't have much time at at home. Yeah, so they got to change that. Yeah. All right. Good luck, everybody. But not really. Good luck, everybody that hasn't won before. Good luck, Aaron. Good luck, Diddy. Good luck, Cranman. Good oh, luck, I, Eric. I've got my. I just real quick before we sign off, my tier of who I'm going for. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tier one. My tier one is Kalo. <laughs> Shocker. My tier Wait, why two, is Kalo? Why would you be rooting for Kalo? Just out of curiosity. Because he has, Oh yeah. Cause he hasn't won yet. <laughs> oh, all right. It's cause he hasn't won yet. He's never won the Brian. Okay. Just wanted to make my, that clear. My tier two is, Cramner and Wes. Okay. And my tier three is Kyle and Eric. Kyle and Eric. Okay, so Kyle is not even out of Eric's tier, even though I've if, if any, yeah, just because if anyone's gonna win, I guess I'd rather be my brother. So screw it. I mean, really? Yeah. He doesn't talk anything. It doesn't matter. But he has more than you then. That's fine. But then you lose one of your biggest talking points. I still got more championships than eight-tenths of this league. (laughs) But nine-tenths is the law. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, wait. Yeah. Is it eight-tenths? Yeah. I'm so bad at math. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. I mean, I'm not going to give my tears because I'm still alive right now. So I'll save that for when I am out of it because I will at some point be out of it. All right. Well, hopefully we get it, get some good matchups. I, you know what? I hope um, that games are actually close because it doesn't happen as often as it needs to in fantasy. Yeah, I agree. And that's the one downer about fantasy is like, like if it's if your team is down, you know, in real life and you can push to to get it back, push to get it back and make it a game. Whereas this, you're just sitting there and you're kind of like, well, I just got the 
I just got blown out of the fucking water, so that was pointless. Come on, man. You could turn your hat in a different way. You could put on different clothes. Those things all affect it. Of course they do, yeah. <laughs> so does me eating a pretzel at halftime of every game instead of eating a fucking corn dog. <laughs> all right. See ya. All right. See you later, everybody. Good luck, except for Wes. And that'll send us off. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the DFFL Podcast. For more information on the DFFL, head on over to DoverFFL.Weebly.com.